Chapter Twenty Five of Stories of Symphonic Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rick Vina. Stories of Symphonic Music by Lawrence Gilman Chapter Twenty Five Raff Joachim Raff, born in Lacken on the Lake of Zurich, May twenty seventh, eighteen twenty two, died in Frankfurt on the Main, June twenty five, eighteen eighty two. Symphony Number no. Three In the Woods Opus one fifty three. One in the daytime. Impressions and sensations. Allegro. Two at twilight. A reverie. Largo. B dance of dryads. Allegro assai. Poco meno mosso. Three. At night, silent rustling of the woods at night, entrance and exit of the wild hunt with Frau Holle, Hulda, and Wotan, daybreak, Allegro. Raff, an astonishingly prolific composer, wrote twelve symphonies. Footnote. Only eleven of the twelve are known today. A five-movement symphony in E minor, composed at Weimar in 1854, performed at a concert there on April 20, 1855, is not listed among Raff's works. The work remained unpublished, and the manuscript score is not extant. And footnote, of which in the woods. Imwald is one of the two that have most conspicuously survived the winnowing processes of time. Imwald was composed at Wiesbaden in 1869. The programmatic bases of its different movements may be indicated as follows. 1. In the Daytime Impressions and Sensations Allegro the first movement represents, in a general manner, the feelings of a lover of nature in the forest on a summer day. The introduction evokes the spirit of the woods, with the nameless charm of rustling branches and the glintings of sunlight. The mood is developed at length in its musical expression. The close brings to its end this charming picture of the quiet surprises of the woodland in an autumn day. 2. At Twilight A. Reverie Largo After a short introduction, clarinet and horn, comments Mr. George P. Upton, the Largo begins with a beautiful and suggestive melody, Strings, The Reverie of the Dreamer. Later, the theme returns twice, the first time with heightened pastoral effect, the second time 
in much the same manner as when originally given out. b. Dance of Dryads Gerzo Poco meno mozo Flutes announce the principal theme. This is in reality a dance movement, the dance of the dryads, but before its close the reverie motive of the largo appears, and thus unifies the movement and completes the picture of the dreamer and his reverie intruded upon by the dancing wood nymphs. 3. At Night Silent rustling of the woods at night, entrance and exit of the wild hunt with Fra Halle and Wotan. Daybreak, Allegro. A mysterious pianissimo theme for cellos and double basses paints the darkness and solemnity of the forest night. The spectral approach of the wild hunt. Footnote. There is no end to the variety in which the legend of the wild hunt is preserved. Its best-known incarnation is to be found in the ballad of Gottfried August Burger, Der Wild Jäger, paraphrased by Scott in his Wild Huntsman. See pages 106-107 for a description of César Frank's tone poem, Le Chasseur Maudit the wild huntsman based on this legend and footnote dame hulda footnote dame hulda or holda or fra holle a goddess who was at first benign then a seductress of men later the sovereign temptress of the venusberg the venus of wagner's tannhauser she became says the inimitable mr hale a wanton in league with satan she was still beautiful in front but had a tail behind as the master whom she served to go with harle was to join a witch party and at last she was an ugly old woman long-nosed snag-toothed with bristling thickly matted hair all children that die unbaptized go to holda and they shriek behind her when she rides, clothed and in a coach, in company with the wild huntsman and Wotan. And footnote. Fra Halle and Wotan, following in the train of the unholy crew, is announced by a strongly rhythmed theme in the strings, clarinets, and bassoons. The hunt draws near and passes in a tumultuous increasing and diminishing uproar of the orchestra. The fury of the chase dies away, and there is a sharply contrasted tone picture of the dawn. A suggestion of the sunrise brings the end. Symphony Number no. 5. Lenore. Opus 177. Part 1. Happiness in Love. 1. Allegro. 2. Andante quasi larghetto. Part 2. Parting. 3. March tempo. Agitato. Part 3. Reunion in death. Introduction and ballad after Burger's 
Lenore. 4. Allegro. Of this symphony in three divisions, composed at Wiesbaden in 1872, only the last part, strictly speaking, is based on Burger's footnote. Gottfried August Burger, born at Wolmerswend near Halberstadt, January 1, 1748, died at Gottingen in poverty, June 8, 1794. Lenore was published in 1773. And footnote. Celebrated ballad Lenore. The first two parts illustrate phases of the experience of the two lovers, which antedate the beginning of the story told by the poem. In Burger's poem, the maid Lenore laments the absence of her lover, William, who has gone to war on Prague's dread battlefield. Quote, Nor had he sent to tell if he were safe and well. End quote. Footnote. This and the following translations are from the English version of Alfred Baskerville, New York, 1854. And footnote. The war ends, yet still no tidings come from the missing swain. Lenore, frenzied by doubt and longing, utters blasphemies. But that night a horse and rider draw up at the gate and a knock summons her to the door. It is William. He bids her bind her dress, and mount upon his horse behind him. Quote, For today I thee a hundred leagues must bear, my nuptial couch to share. End quote. Lenore complies, though after some questioning, and they make off through the moonlight, the pace is wild and terrible. They pass a train of mourners bearing a coffin to the grave, but at the behest of the bewildering bridegroom, the funeral party leaves the body and joins in the mad ride. The croaking of night-birds is heard, and specters are seen dancing about a gibbet. Quote, How all beneath the moonbeams flew! How flew it far and fast! How o'er their head the heavens blew, and stars flew swiftly past! Love, fierce thou aught, the moon shines bright! Hurrah, the dead ride quick by night! Dost fear, my love, the dead? Ah, speak not of the dead! End quote. Finally, as day begins to break, they dash through an iron gateway into a graveyard. Then Lenore beholds a horrid transformation in her lover. Quote, the rider's jerkin piece by piece, like tinder, falls asunder. Upon his head no lock of hair, a naked skull all grisly bare, a skeleton, alas, with scythe and hourglass. End quote. The snorting charger vanishes in flame. Dreadful cries fill the air. In the moonlight, grisly spirits are seen dancing and howling as they dance. Quote, 
for here for here though hearts should break blaspheme not lest god's wrath thou wake thy body's knell we toll may god preserve thy soul End quote. part one happiness in love allegro andante quasi largheto the first movement of raff's symphony happiness in love portrays the felicity of the lovers before the departure of william for the wars tenderness and longing speak out changing to anxiety and foreboding the second part of the movement is a delightful representation of the discourse of the lovers in which it is not difficult to imagine william listening to the anxious expressions of lenore and seeking to quiet her and allay her apprehensions part two parting march tempo agitato war has broken out and the lover must take his departure as from a distance the march is heard at first softly it increases in volume and emphasis coming nearer and nearer there is an interruption agitato which graphically depicts the parting of the lovers an impassioned dialogue between violins and cellos and lenore's grief and despair the march is resumed gradually diminishes and dies away in the distance part three reuniting in death allegro this as has been said is the only portion of the symphony which is explicitly derived from burger's poem i quote mr george p upton's spirited commentary it opens with a plaintive theme suggestive of lenore mourning for her lover as she wakes from troubled dreams then follows an intimation of her fate in a brief phrase for the trombones the trio footnote trio see page two hundred ten footnote and footnote of the march tells the story of her despair for the army has returned without her lover her blasphemy and the remonstrances of her mother are clearly indicated the recurrence of the first theme lands up to a rhythmical figure for the viola representing the tramp of the steed bearing the spectre bridegroom the bell tinkles softly and lenore descends to meet her lover then the cellos take up the figure retaining it to the close the terrible ride begins the bassoons and oboes carry on the dialogue between the spectre and his bride one after another the constantly intensified and impetuous music pictures the scenes of the ride the cellos and other strings keeping up their figure a gloomy dirge tells us of the funeral train and a weird theme in triple time of the spectre's dance about the gibbet accompanied by wild cries of the night-birds more and more furious 
grows the ride until the graveyard is reached when after a moment of silence following the transformation a chorale strain is heard with a sad and tender accompaniment the wretched maiden has at last found rest end of chapter twenty five